Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. Current events, local, world news, and trending. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. This is April 1st at 10 p.m. Thursday. I hope uh, everybody out there um, has had a good week, that you're being safe, and that you are following the rules out there. Now, I was out here last night and, um, you know, talking about uh, the Ontario government, uh, what their plan was going to be this coming weekend and what changes they were going to make. Now that officially happened this afternoon. Now, We've been out of lockdown for a better part of a month. But not all areas of Ontario were out of lockdown. The greater Toronto area has been in lockdown since the 23rd of November of November 2020. Now, As things were looking on the bright side, numbers seem to be trending down. The Premier of Ontario and his health team decided that when they're gonna start opening the economies that we would open it according to the cases in each region. Now, initially, when we came out of the gray lockdown here in the city of London, that we were moved into the red control. Now, what that means is that we were able to open all our non-essential businesses. And we were able to have more freedom. You know, with, with the, with the restaurants and bars, you know, you know, coming out of the great lockdown, you know, they were, they were able to have 50% of the indoor dining or 50 people, whichever is less. 
and indoor and outdoor dining, takeout, drive-through, and deliveries um, uh, permitted, uh, including alcohol. Now, being in the red control too, when they when the government mentions that lineups and patrons standing outside of the venues managed by the venues, two meters distance and face coverage required. None of that was happening. And I know this because I went downtown twice so far this year. And none of that was taking place. People standing around, not lining up, not keeping six feet apart, and some were not wearing masks. And the venue wasn't policing it when they were supposed to be doing that. Active screening of the patrons required. Yes, they were doing that. So with all these things that got to got to open. And then we moved in from the red, we moved into the orange. That meant going from 50 people indoors to 100 people indoors in in bars and restaurants. Movie theaters were allowed to open up, hair salons, nail salons, all those places were be able to open up. And we went on this for a better part of a month or maybe just a little over a month. And what we were seeing, we were seeing the numbers going up again. And, you know, we, we would hear it every single day from the Premier of Ontario and his health team as well, that we better be careful. Be sure to social distance, be sure to wear your masks, be sure to sanitize your hands and don't gather in large groups every single day. But that didn't stop other people. You know, those anti-maskers and uh, all the rallies they were holding, hundreds and hundreds of people. Pastors around the country defying the orders. Not your United Church, not your Catholic Church, not your Presbyterian Church, not your Greece or Orthodox Church. Pastors of, of small towns breaking the rules all the time. Wasn't just younger people breaking the rules. There were older people breaking the rules too. But it seemed to be the majority. It was between 20 and 25.
this went on for some time, case numbers keep going up. So just in this past week, you know, the premier decided that no, we need we need to make changes here. And he's telling you, you better be ready for it. Now, I was talking to um, my daughter today. And the university is done here in the city of London. And no thanks to them. And no thanks to some of those students out there that caused nearly 80 students being infected with COVID-19, which created that community spread, the community outbreak, off-campus partying, not following the rules and social distancing and wearing masks on campus. They're done. So now they can go home and they can get out of my city. You want to be reckless, go be reckless in your own city or town or village, wherever you came from. So now the government has announced their new plans, which is going to stick around for the entire month of April. Now, this isn't a complete lockdown. It should it just be another lockdown. Now, I was uh, listening to um, a video earlier this evening, and there is a, a doctor in Toronto saying that the Ontario government isn't going far enough, you know, especially in the greater Toronto area, that even the measures that they have in place, the gray lockdown, it hasn't been enough. She says the government is not going far enough. Well, I don't know how far she wants the government to go. I mean, she didn't elaborate on how far she wants the government to go. Because the great lockdown is not working in, in the greater Toronto area. And why is that? Because you can't stay put like you're told to. You have to go to other areas that are, are out of the great lockdown. And it's spreading like wildfire out there. It's absolutely ridiculous. So I don't know what she wants. Does she want us just to go into a full-blown lockdown of the entire economy? And that means shutting down everything, not just non-essential, everything. 
from manufacturing to food processing plants, shut down the whole economy. Let's just decimate the entire economy. I think that's what she wants. Worse than the Great Depression. Well, she says, but we can we can rebuild businesses and rebuild the economy. You won't rebuild most livelihoods, that's for sure. So the Ontario government is going to take is not going to take it to that extreme. They're not going to decimate the economy. Now, with the changes coming in effective 12.01 a.m. Saturday morning on the 3rd of April. Now, Ontario will go into a four-week provincial-wide shutdown on Saturday as the government pulls its emergency break in an effort to curb the spread of COVID-19 variants. It's not just the variants, it's COVID-19, period. Now, this is the third such shutdown, but it's not a total shutdown. And the, shuts, and the shutdowns work for a while, but then as we start to open up, these cases seem to increase. They keep increasing in the greater Toronto area. And they've been in the gray lockdown since last November. But nobody stays home in the greater Toronto area. They flock to other regions that are open. They don't listen. I was in Toronto today and it looks like there's no pandemic happening in that city. Roads are full of cars, highways full of cars. Going where? I don't know. It's like maybe they're just driving around in a daze and they don't know where they're going themselves. I have no idea. But it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, Premier Doug Ford announcing today that the shutdown will begin on April the 3rd. As a result, in-person dining would be shuttered yet again. And further gathering restrictions will go into effect across Ontario. And this is all 34 public health regions will move into shutdown for a period of four weeks. Right now, we're in the third wave. The variants of concern are spreading. 
This is a new pandemic, he says. We're now fighting a new enemy. We're fighting the old enemy. Now we got a new enemy. The government is using the term shutdown to describe the province's third pandemic lockdown. According to the government guidelines, a shutdown, which appears as a, uh, a six white color tier in the government's framework is similar to the old gray zone rules in which retail is allowed to open with strict capacity limits. See, in the old gray lockdown, all non-essential businesses were shuttered. But not this time. But with a strict capacity limit. Under the guidelines, personal care services and gyms will be closed. Essential retail stores will be able to operate with a 50% capacity limit, while other retail businesses, including big box stores, can operate at a 25% capacity. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Now, I was out last night, and I was talking about... Um, here in Ontario, Canada, where I reside, the government at the, at the beginning of the week was saying that changes are coming and that we are going to be looking at another shutdown. But not like the last one we just did. That was all non-essential businesses were shuttered. Only essential businesses could operate. This time around, it's almost, it's as though he's giving the non-essential, some non-essential businesses a break. The personal care services in the gyms, they'll have to close. The essential retail stores will be able to open with a 50% capacity. While other retail businesses, including the big box stores, will only be able to operate at a 25% capacity. So there's no point. I want to make this clear to, to, to the people here in Ontario, Canada. 25% capacity of your big box stores. And they hold hundreds and hundreds of people. That's under 50 people is what they'll be able to have in the stores at any given time. So there's no point of going standing in line at the doors down the street and around the corner. It's absolutely ridiculous when you see this, ladies and gentlemen. You have options to shop. And even before this pandemic, you had options to shop. You could do online shopping. You can order your stuff online 
and you can go and pick it up and you don't even have to worry about a lineup. Because you know when it's ready and you go get it and they bring it out and they put it in your vehicle for you and away you go. You don't need to be lining up for five blocks just to get into a big box store. So now they're only going to be operating at a 25% capacity. Now, schools and, and the child care centers will remain open and the planned April break for students and teachers will go ahead as planned. Day camps, however, will be required to close. So after the Easter weekend, the kids go back to school for four more days. And then starting on the 12th until the 16th, they'll be on their spring break, which they would have had back in March. But that got canceled because they didn't want anybody traveling. So now it's going to be the 12th until the 16th. <clears throat> day camps are going to, there will be no day camps. So now you're going to have to be creative with your kids. Residents will not be able to gather with anyone outside of their households indoors. And outside gatherings will be capped at five people as long as physical distancing can be maintained. There'll be no stay-at-home order included with the shutdown as it was in the last one. So he's kind of giving us a, a giving us a, a little bit of a break there. The province will not be issuing a stay-at-home order, but they are asking residents to limit trips outside of their home unless it's for essential reasons. And they they keep saying this anyways. Lockdown or no lockdown, you leave your home for essential reasons anyways. You need to go to the grocery store. You need to go to the drugstore. Those are your essential trips. They say that they're not going to be doing the stay-at-home order because we saw that last time that it had a tremendous ill effect on both children and adults. The Ontario Health Minister said, adding that the government wants people to be able to go outdoors and enjoy warmer weather while also adhering to proper health protocols. You're not gonna be gathering 10, 15 people. And I wanna see the government start cracking down on these anti-rallies and these anti-maskers. because they're just part of the problem and not part of, and not part of the solution. Line them all up. I don't care if there's 200 people in the park, 
protesting, line them up and find them all. Now, what they were introducing is an, an emergency break shutdown that allows some activities to be carried out. But the lockdown, we know, with the warmer weather coming, with all that we have asked all people here in Ontario to sacrifice. We have sacrificed a lot. And I thank all those good people, not just here in Ontario, but across my country of Canada, all the people out there, the good people out there doing the right things. I thank you for that. But the lockdown we know, like I said, with the warm weather coming is, you know, because of all the sacrifices that we had to make, it is too difficult to do, and we also, of course, have to balance any measures that we take with people's mental health. So that's why we choose the emergency break shutdown rather than the lockdown. Now, just before you came on the show here, I mentioned earlier, I was watching this video on this nurse from uh, the Toronto region. Now, I understand the difficulties that um, the nurses, doctors, everybody who's working on the front lines in the hospital has been very, very difficult. They don't want to see the cases rising, and this is exactly what is happening. She feels that the government of Ontario is not going far enough. Businesses, she says, can be rebuilt but when you die of COVID-19 we can't bring you back now I don't know how far she wants the government to go because she also mentions that the lockdown in the greater Toronto area they've been in they've been in a lockdown since November of last year. And when, when we look at all our cases going up, the majority of the cases are coming from the greater Toronto area. And they've been in lockdown. And I'm a truck driver and I drive to Toronto and do deliveries and pickups in Toronto. And it doesn't look like a lockdown to me because everybody's just all over the place. Highways are just jam packed with cars. I don't know where they're going. I don't know what they're doing. They're going to other regions who are not in lockdown. It's hard to, to, uh, it's hard to police. That's hard to control, uh, to control because it's our natural instinct to be able to get out and social. So it's, it's, it's really difficult to get a handle on that, right? 
but she doesn't think that the government is going far enough. Now, old lockdown measures help contain COVID-19 in hot spots. This one doctor says, I totally disagree with that. It did not help contain it. This is why now, even with the other regions of Ontario where they were in less restrictive zones, he's including the entire province into this emergency break. Now, like I said, the greater Toronto area has been in the gray lockdown since November 2020. And with the province stay at home order was issued following the Christmas break. The two areas were placed in the gray zone for a provincial framework which is similar to the shutdown going into place on Saturday. Now, what can you do and cannot do in Ontario's provincial-wide shutdown? So now the shutdown is is uh, similar to the restrictions in the in the strictest gray lockdown tier of the province's COVID nineteen framework, with a few modifications to further limit gatherings and close in person dining. Now this is Easter weekend coming up. It's Good Friday tomorrow. Everybody's off anyways. It's a holiday. These new rules kick in Saturday morning. While the stay-at-home orders have not been issued, the government continues to encourage residents not to travel outside their home except for essential reasons. And here are the new rules under the shutdown beginning Saturday. Gatherings, indoor gatherings are prohibited. Ontario residents should only get together indoors with people they live with. Residents may get together with a maximum of five people outdoors as long as they can remain physically distanced from one another. Weddings, funerals, and religion services will be restricted to 15% capacity per room indoors. If the ceremony and services is held outdoors, it is restricted to 
an unlimited number of people as long as two meters of distance can be maintained. All receptions linked to these events must abide by social gathering restrictions mentioned above. Now for our stores, essential stores, such as the supermarkets, your grocery stores and pharmacies can open with a 50% capacity limit. All other stores, including big box stores that don't, that don't uh, sell food primarily as well as liquor and cannabis retailers will remain with a 25% capacity. Shopping malls are restricted to 25% capacity per store as long as physical distancing can be maintained. Dining spaces will remain closed and music must be low enough for normal conversation to be possible indoor and the indoor shopping malls must actively screen all patrons before they enter. The bars and restaurants. Now, at one point in time, we were allowed up to 100 people in the bars and restaurants. And then we got moved into the red zone and it dropped it to only 50 people. Now we're going into this modified shutdown. So for the restaurants and bars, in-person dining is now prohibited. Both inside and outdoors, restaurants and bars may only provide takeout, delivery, and drive-through service. The province has said that the elementary schools, high schools, and child care centers will remain open throughout the shutdown. Teachers and students will be able to take their planned spring break in April. So it'll be a week after Easter. Day camps, however, they'll re they will remain closed. Virtual instructions will be used at post-secondary institutions with exceptions where in-person instruction is required in the event in which in-person learning is required each room will be limited to 10 people. Now it comes to your fitness, gyms, as well as outdoor classes are closed to the public under this shutdown. However, outdoor recreation amenities such as baseball, diamonds, soccer fields, tennis courts, and golf courses are allowed to open as long as physical distance is maintained and no team sports are played.
it's going to be a really cold weekend anyhow. Next week, the temperatures are going up. It'd be much better. So you'll be able to go out and do these activities. The recreational facilities will only open for training of high-performance athletes. Locker rooms, change rooms, and showers remain closed. So you can jump in your car and be all sweaty and stinky and go home. Community centers will remain open for child care, mental health, and addiction services and social services. It will also be open for physical therapy for people with disabilities. The healthcare, all regulated health professionals are allowed to provide services to the public, including providers that deliver home care, as well as those that work in laboratories, manufacturing or distribution of medical supplies. Other services, personal care services, prohibited. So you're not getting your hair cut, you're not getting your nails done, not getting your toenails done. Hey, this is a good time for people who maybe they want to take up hairdressing. They can practice on their boyfriends, they can practice on their husbands. And if they mess it up, you can just get the clippers and just Shave his head. And he won't have to worry about a haircut for a while. When it comes to the motor vehicle sales, they're allowed, but members of the public cannot be in any area where vehicles are not displayed for sale. Vehicle testing is limited to, to uh, no more than 10 minutes with a maximum of two people in the car with the windows open. Well, I hope it's not raining. In-person driver instructions is only permitted for drivers of commercial motor vehicles. Equipment and machinery retail is allowed. Gas stations and other fuel suppliers, including automated or self-service car washes, will remain open. Laundry mats and dry cleaners will remain open. Domestic services such as housekeeping, cooking, and cleaning are allowed. Veterinary and pet services, including boarding, kennels, animal shelters, dog, and pet walkers are allowed. Financial services will be permitted. Transportation services are all permitted. Real estate and rentals, open house are prohibited. Property viewings can take place by appointment only. A lot of them doing their, they're doing that virtual tour anyways. So you can take the virtual tour of the property that you may want to purchase. Seasonal campgrounds 
Only campsites with electricity, water services, and facilities for sewage disposal may be provided. All recreational facilities on the camp campground, other than washrooms and showers, must be closed. When it comes to our maintenance and construction, property repair and maintenance is allowed. All construction and related supporting services are permitted. Manufacturing and our production businesses are allowed to stay open. If they extract manufacturer, process, distribute goods, products, equipment, and materials, they are also allowed to remain open if they support and facilitate the movement of goods. Agriculture and fruit production will continue to operate. Now, what comes to the media? Film production is allowed to continue to operate without studio audiences. No more than 50 performers may be on a film or television set. Singers and players of brass or wind instruments must be separated from any other performers by a plexiglass or some other imperable barrier. Libraries may continue to operate using curbside pickup or delivery. Materials returned to the library must be disinfected or quarantined before they are recirculated. Child care services, mental health and addiction supports and social services are allowed to take place in their locations. Now, when it comes to tourism, which is another huge industry of Canada and other countries, the following businesses must remain closed. Amusement parks, water parks, casinos, bingo halls, and gaming establishments, concert venues, theaters, and cinemas includes drive-in or drive-through events, museums and, and uh, cultural amenities, tour and guide services, zoos, aquariums, outside of animal care, a full more comprehensive list of shutdown restrictions. Now, it even has here still, I mean, think of all those people out there who are working from home. All those people that work in these office buildings, they're empty. They've been empty for a year. They're going to continue to be empty. Is work from home except where necessary. And it's up to each response for, for everybody, this person responsibility in businesses or organizations that is open shall ensure that any person who performs work for the business or organization conducts their work, can, can do, uh, conduct their work remotely. With limited exceptions, for instance, where the nature of their work requires them to be on site at the workplace. Well, of course, in the trucking industry, 
We have to have the managers there. We have to have the mechanics there. So does this really sound like a like a like a shutdown? What it is is that now they're they're when it, when it comes to our our retail and our bars and our restaurants, it's scaling back the the uh, capacity of how many people you can have in your supermarkets, your grocery stores, pharmacies, big box stores, where your personal care for your hair, your nails, whatever is closed. Movie theaters closed. see how this works 28 days this is how long this is going to go on now depending on their numbers should they start to relax because the numbers have started to come down or should we continue on this path but what happens if the numbers continue to increase? Potentially to maybe fill in the hospitals. And then our doctor's going to say, well, I told you so. I told you that we should have just went into another lockdown, stay-at-home orders. But they were also looking at the mental health of everybody. Kids, teenagers, grown-ups. So they still want you to be able to do things in the outdoors as long as you can social distance and you're not gathering in large groups. You know, which is fine. We should, we, you know, we should be able to do that anyways. Because you just can't keep stay cooped up in the house, right? That just that's just crazy. That would just be ridiculous. But what do you really need to go out for? Well, you need to go to the grocery store. How many people in the household need to go to the grocery store? One person. whether it's mom and dad or if you're residing with your girlfriend or boyfriend, only one of you need to go to the grocery store. 
both don't need to go to the grocery store. The whole family doesn't need to go to the mall. You already know what you want when you go into the mall, or at least you should know. And you make your list of what somebody would want from the mall and one person go get it. Or order it online and we have the curbside pickup. You can avoid the hassle, parking the car, putting the mask on, going into the mall, have to wait in line to be screened before you can go in shopping, when you can just order it online from the store you're going to and pick it up. We don't need to be going out in hordes of people. It doesn't take four people to go get a light bulb. Doesn't take four or five people to go get the groceries. It takes one person. You don't have to all pile in the car to go to the drugstore. Only one person needs to go to the drugstore. Now we'll see how this pans out. Because in a way, the government here in, here in Ontario, you know, he's cutting you a break. This lockdown could be like the first and second lockdown, but they're not going that far. I guess maybe because, you know, they especially learn something when it comes to everybody's mental health. Now, if you're the type of people, I mean, do you really need, you know, with the limited capacity in the malls, in the, in the limited capacity in the stores that are in the malls, And you're going to drag along your family and stand in line in the mall waiting to get in that store. Or you're going to be waiting outside that mall waiting to get in because they're at their capacity. Now people can take their time shopping. So you could be waiting outside for a long time. No one says once you get in the mall, there's no time limit when you once you get into the mall. 
You can browse through every single store if you want. But as long as that mall stays at capacity, nobody else is getting in. Or that grocery store, once that grocery store is at capacity, nobody else is getting in. Same with the big box stores. Now they're really limited on the big box stores down to 25%. We know how big those big box stores are, right? They're pretty big. And you're gonna stand out there in line down the street, around the corner, down the block, just to wait to get into a big box store? That's just absolutely ridiculous. Well, maybe you do it because you like the, pl the uh, publicity. Maybe you like to be on the news because you know that the news is going to show up. They're going to see a great big lineup for five blocks waiting to get into a Costco and the, and the cameraman's going to be out there panning everybody standing in line. And you're going to be standing there. Oh, look at me. Look how stupid I look. Was it really necessary to go there? When you can just go online, order what you're looking for, and you'll get your email when it's ready, and then you just go pick it up. But I know that's not going to happen. Because when people were doing their online shopping and remember when we were in the, in the great lockdown and the stay at home or stay at home orders, the big box stores and the essential stores, grocery stores, they're the only ones that were allowed to be open. And yes, they went down there and filled up the parking lot and they all stand in line for blocks on end waiting to get in. So it's, it's, it's going to happen again. And it's ridiculous. The venue, they have to be out there making sure that everybody is social distancing and everybody is wearing a mask. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. I was just out here talking about the new rules that are coming into place starting this Saturday. Is that it is going to be another lockdown of sorts. It's not going to be a full-blown lockdown that we we're just sort of coming out of but it's going to limit a, a lot of capacity in the, the uh, big box stores, um, all the malls and um, some things will be shuttered completely. And that's your personal, your personal care, your haircuts and your nails, whatever you got to go out and do is closed. Movie theaters closed. Now they could, like I said, they could have went as far as they did before all non-essential services must close. 
but they're going to limit the capacity of people. And the big box stores are going down to only 25% allow inside. That may cause a lot of headaches for some people because you're going to be standing outside waiting a long time. And the screening, they have to do the screening as well. Whereas the big box stores, they were allowed to open. All the non-essential stores were had all had to close. They did no screening. They didn't take your temperature at the door. They didn't take down your name and your phone number. You just walked in, did your shopping and left. Now they have to. The malls have been doing it. But somehow the big box stores were exempt from doing all that. Is this going to work? I don't know. It seems when, when things start to look better, we get more freedom. And then there are the abusers of the rules. Just here in the city of London, where I reside, off campus partying, university students, on campus misbe misbehaving, out of, I think it was 100 cases reported, 70 students come down with COVID-19 because of their behavior. That is a community outbreak. Those types of behavior is just ridiculous. Another really bad behavior, you may be this, you may, I don't know, it might be, it might be on YouTube or, or where it might be out there in uh, uh, British Columbia, out in, in the, in the ski valleys, a certain resort, the workers and friends decided that they were going to throw a huge party. Loud music, no mask wearing, no social distancing. They were even licking each other's faces. And they post this on social media. Now, when that resort and that certain business and that resort goes through the video and picks out all their employees that were involved in it, all those employees will be fired. 
That is just reckless behavior. The reckless behavior with off-campus off partying resulted in 50 cases. It only started with 10. And one week it jumped to 50. And then the on-campus nonsense. That resulted in another 20 cases. See how fast this spreads. I don't know if the government is going far enough. I really don't know. I mean, this isn't a, this isn't a, a, um, I don't know what you call it. It's not a lockdown. It's not a shutdown. They're just pulling the emergency brake, cutting us some slack, but we'll see how far that's going to get us. Who is going to abuse it the most? And we'll see what the end results are. This is in 28 days. It'll last for 28 days. Now, you can go online and you can look at the the Ontario province-wide COVID-19 shutdown. And it'll give you all the details of what that is. Coming out of a lockdown to a shutdown. Like I always said, the only way this is going to work is that we all do this together. We all do it right. Maybe after Easter and, you know, the, the kids are going to go back to school for four days and then they're going to be on their spring break for a week. Maybe they'll get to go back to school a week after that. But if we keep seeing increased numbers, they may not be going back to school. It's important that they do because this online learning stuff is just, it's just not working. And the struggles that the parents are having with this and the kids struggling with this. It's very difficult. And, 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 the, and the parents that have to not only, you know, make sure their kids are doing their online learning if it comes to that. They're working from home. You know, running the household is, is, is can be challenging enough every single day. But then working from home and you got your kids at home and they got to do this online learning. 
it's not working. It just isn't. Kids don't want to be at home. They want to be in class. So it is our responsibility as adults to be doing the right things and hopefully the kids can stay in school. Lockdown, shutdowns, pulling the emergency brake. Is it going to be enough? The vaccines are rolling out. People are going to be able to get vaccinated. Our our, our premier here in Ontario is hollering at the federal government that they're not working hard enough and they're not getting the vaccines here fast enough. And the federal government is hollering at the provinces, telling them that they're, they're doing everything they possibly can. So now we get bickering from the, the, from the provinces and the federal government on these vaccine rollouts. You know, Canada put, put itself in this position when it comes to vaccines. Relying on other countries to make vaccines when decades ago they could have started doing this. But oh no. No, no. Same with the with the uh, personal uh, protective equipment. Oh no, it gets made elsewhere. It gets the N95 Max. Uh, masks get made in the United States and other parts of the world. It's okay. We'll just purchase it from them. The initial first lockdown and the, the personal protective equipment, there was certainly a freaking lack of that. Then you can see all the holes in the healthcare system here in Canada. When we could have done things, started doing things, more things decades ago, but we didn't. Now it takes a pandemic to for Canada to make these changes. This is what it takes. We'll see. We'll see, ladies and gentlemen. Because I'm like everybody else. I'm a human being. And believe me, I'm at my wit's end. I truly am. I'm just fed up with all the BS. I'm just fed up with the with the uh, the bad behaviors of my fellow Canadians. 
and I'm concerned for those who are struggling, whether it's financially, mentally, it's taken a, a, a whole lot out of people, a whole lot. But you see those people out there who just blatantly break the rules and you know they they think this whole thing is bs and they think this whole thing is fake they have no empathy period they have no compassion they just think they just think about themselves and the hell with everybody else Oh, let's not take into account, you know, our, our friends to the South, the United States of America. What are we at? 550,000 people have died from the COVID-19. What a mismanagement, sloppy, flipping job that was. from Donald Trump in his gang, the Trump gang. Joe Biden is trying to rescue you and he needs your help. And so do all your frontline workers in the United States need your help too. You went out of this pandemic? You sure do. We all do. And like I've said before, and I'll say it again, it's gonna take all of us to do it. Governments are gonna put restrictions. They're gonna lock things down. And they're going to continue to do these things probably until this pandemic is over. Whether they're going to pull the emergency break or they're going to lock you down or they're going to shut you down or whatever they're going to do. Our behavior needs to change. We help one another to get through this. And with this emergency break here in Ontario, Canada, we'll see how well that pans out. We got 28 days to figure it out. We'll see what happens as we're nearing those 28 days, whether it's going to be another 28 days, and then they'll have to do some more fine tuning and see who gets shut down next.
So I thank you for joining me this evening, staying with me, hearing me out. Like I said, you can check out, uh, you can check it out online for the Ontario framework of what they're doing here in Ontario, Canada, with this province, province-wide shutdown. And it'll give you the details on what is going on here. And that starts on Saturday, April the 3rd. Just in time for Easter. Nobody can go to anybody's homes. I wouldn't want to be caught doing that. Because that's just a real expensive fine. So all my Ontarian, all the Ontarians here in Ontario, Canada, it's time. It's time we all smartened up. And it's time that we're doing the right things. <laughs> This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me. Have a great night. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. And be good out there. And thank you for joining me. Good night, everybody.